Welcome back, friends. Every year in the month of March, the Titanic Museum attractions dust off our tartans and proudly celebrate Irish Month. The Irish flags are front and center and the cords of Celtic strings fill the air. Our crew always looks forward to this celebration that honors the 187 passengers and crew members who were Irish on board Titanic, as well as the 14,000 Irish shipyard workers that built her in Belfast, Ireland. Officer Campbell has always had a special draw to the Irish month-long tribute, and we asked him to share his thoughts on Irish month, and he did not disappoint. The following is a piece he wrote sharing his experience of our Irish tribute at the Titanic Museums. On this March afternoon, there is Irish music swirling through the parking lot as I arrive at the Titanic Museum attraction. I notice a laughing, dark-haired little boy attempting to imitate his sister's lively Irish jig as his father and mother smile, clapping. That's right, Bobby, she said. Put your leg out like this, and then back. Others just stepping from their cars glance over, smiling as they walk towards the museum. It is Irish month, and each of our guests will be swept into history of this magnificent ship, its passengers, its sense of adventure, with an Irish twist. As I prepare to become Father Francis Brown, the Irish Jesuit priest in training, who captured the incredible images on display in our Father Brown photo gallery. I see many of my fellow crew members carefully adjusting the Irish National Tartan sashes officers and maids proudly wear across their uniform during the Irish Month tribute. Museum guests may encounter Irish passengers as well, including John Kiernan, who, with his brother Philip, helped the young Murphy sisters, Margaret and Catherine, obtain their third-class tickets. Guests may also see Anna Kelly, one of only three survivors of the Adderall 14 who were immigrating from the Adderall Parish, County Mayo, Ireland. Guests may even glimpse a blurry Joseph Dawson, a Titanic crew member smudged with coal dust because he worked as a trimmer in the stifling boiler area. As guests arrive in the music gallery, they embrace the full Irish resonance set free from violin and piano. Officer Bill loves to play an Irish jig where the notes leap from his violin as Officer Josh follows on our Ivers and Pawn grand piano. The tantalizing music incites a joyous response from adults and children alike with laughter, smiles, and a common response that allows even guests who have never met until now feel connected. During Irish Month, the Titanic Museum attractions honor an Irish culture which, despite hardship and famine and loss, stubbornly persisted with hope. The Irish experience reminds us that life is to be celebrated even amidst setbacks. 
The children in our music gallery express their own response to the Irish culture as they enthusiastically interact with the music. Two adorable little girls with matching tartan skirts seem completely enchanted, twirling and moving their arms in a graceful bird-like rhythm. The irresistible beats call to something deep within us, irrepressible, quick as a scatter of leaves in the wind, or as delightful as the sweet, tangy scent of marmalade jam served for breakfast with fresh bread and butter in the third-class dining room. I am also deeply moved by the story behind a postcard on display in our interactive gallery. On the front, a picture of the Titanic suspended upon a sea of enchanting blue. But it is the message on the reverse of the card that brings home to me how similar is the excitement of children then and now. In her own unique hand, third-class passenger Eliza Johnston creates a picture of the wonder she, her husband, and their children experienced as Titanic arrives in Queenstown. We are all feeling A1, she writes. The kids are flapping about like flags about us. The hurried message on this card is like a window into that moment. It is the sudden shock of being there. And because of our identification with this family and many others like them, we feel such sadness with the grim reality etched into the memorial room wall. There, on the panel listing third-class passengers who perished, are the names of Eliza and Andrew Johnston and their two children. William was eight years old, Catherine, seven. During Irish Month, we honor Irish passengers and crew by telling their stories. Enduring through the centuries, the Irish inspire us with their hope and celebration of life, even when life includes hardships and loss. As always, Officer Campbell's words convey what all us crew members experience in the month of March. So, to end this podcast, I want to close with a Titanic crew tradition and send you on your way with an Irish blessing from the crew to all of you. May you always have walls for the winds, a roof for the rain, tea beside the fire, laughter to cheer you, those you love near you, and all your heart might desire. May joy and peace surround you, contentment latch your door, and happiness be with you now and bless you evermore.